Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
Poppies, it is Yanni, your DJ and your dance junkie with today's Dose of the Dime. <clears throat> and I am so happy to be here on the Bachelor News Radio Network, guys. It has been a very hectic week for me. We have uh, started African dance classes here in Oklahoma or in Tulsa, and it's, it's been really fun. So I had to boogie home so that I can get myself ready to see you guys, and I'm so happy that you're here listening to me today. So Without further ado, I was happy that you're here. Please make sure you um, call in with your comments, questions, and concerns at 646-929-0130. Or you can listen to us live at thebachelornews.airtime.pro. Or you can also hit me on my um, Facebook group, of course, uh, A Dose of the Dime. It's a public group you're welcome to join, and we talk about different relationship topics. And it's good to kind of hear different opinions on different things because it makes you think <clears throat> what we're taught at home is not necessarily what works best for our soul. And the only way to find out, you know, what works best for us is to kind of venture out and, and hear different opinions and people and, and see what different people do. So definitely the Facebook group is something that continues on during the week. I'm happy that you guys are here watching me live, but of course, if you ever need to hear me again, you can always go to, again, uh, pro, and you can hear any repeats, and my repeats are always at 8.30 to 9 o'clock. So you can even go and try and catch some of my former shows. They're pretty good. We started the Narcissist Show prior to me doing live, so that first Red Flag show, you will have to get there. Okay, so... You can find me on all my forms of social media. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I don't do much on Twitter. I promise I'm going to do some more. I promise I keep saying this every week. Um, I also have YouTube and, of course, Facebook. Um, and I'm on TikTok. Again, here's your warning. Not everything on uh, that I post on TikTok is uh, relationship and coach related. But I am a licensed uh, therapist. Um, I'm a licensed master of social work, and I also uh, have a coaching business that we do um, mostly for couples and definitely um, talking about relationships and getting us to a state where we can all be healthy together and deal with the stuff that goes on. Um, so without further ado, <laughs> I wanted to make sure that uh, I paid the man. And so make sure you tune in at 5 o'clock. P.M. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Central Time. Did I say that right? Central Time? 6 o'clock Central Time. And we're going to have Feature Album Friday. And what that is, it's like, the, uh, I want to say 30 minutes of a artist, and we play their whole discography, and, you know, you get to vibe with it and hear more of it. And this week we're going to do Will Downing. So that's going to be pretty exciting. I kind of like Will Downing. Um, he did this song with uh, Rochelle Farrell. I think that's her name. Rochelle Farrell or Rachel Farrell. But they did this one song. Man, when I first heard it, it brought me to tears. So I hope that one gets played. Um, never. Oh, I'm not going to sing for you guys today. That would just be a horrible experience for you guys. I see you tuning in live. What's up, Anthony? Hey, Miss Rue, And who's that? Oh, I'm so happy that you guys are here, but don't forget, if you ever want to hear me on live the radio, you can do that by tuning in. So, again, 646-929-0130. Okay, so also I wanted to point out, they have this, the, the Bachelor News Radio Network has this um, program towards, like, the end of the night. It's called uh, Whisper, Whisper Softly. 
it's almost like a quiet storm type of vibe. So they play like these really cool, mellow songs, soulful songs, you know, just to kind of wind down the day. So what better to do than to just get soulful and sexy? Hey, I'm always for that. So that is uh, Sunday through Friday at 8 p.m. So every day but Saturday. Starts at 8 p.m. last till midnight. Of course, 8 p.m. Eastern time. And that's going to be on the Bachelor News. Got airtime, got pro. Bachelor is spelled with a B-A-T-C-H-E-L-O-R. It's never have I ever felt it's the love, is the song with Rachel Farrell. That song brought me to tears. I promise. It is. It's the song. You should listen to it. I hope they play it tonight. So anyways. Last week, we talked about um, codependency and how it relates to narcissism, okay? So it is a whole thing. It is, I mean, most narcissists seek out codependent, codependent people. I mean, and likely so because they, they latch on to them and feel like they're the greatest, and therefore the, the narcissist gets what they want, okay? So if you do recognize after we've talked so many times about what narcissists are, how narcissists react, Men, women, covert, um, and 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 um, the loud ones. Um, if you identify that your partner may have some narcissistic traits, you might want to check yourself. Do you have some codependent traits that is keeping yourself in this relationship or keeping the relationship toxic? That's something that you have to do for, because, of course, looking at our partner is really easy to point out the flaw, the faults is with our partner, but we eventually have to do this because we are allowing these people into our lives. And they raise hell because of it. We have to learn the lesson. Every time you break up, figure out what it is that you could have done differently. We all know there there's cheating that goes on. There's, you know, rude, disrespectful behavior. Maybe somebody's too loud. Maybe somebody's too ghetto. All of that being said, you still have to look at yourself and say, why did I allow this person in my life to come and mess up my stuff? I'm all about getting your bag. I don't, and for those of you who don't know what that means, <laughs> getting the bag or securing the bag means I'm all about you making your money. I'm all about you furthering your career. But if you are allowing your relationship to mess with your money, you really need to stop and allow yourself to think about what it is that you're doing that's messing all of this up because your relationship should never mess up your bag. Your relationship should actually help you build your bag. It, it together as a couple should be building blocks for an empire. You don't have to be huge. You don't have to be Jay-Z and, and Beyonce, but definitely you need to be the Joneses. You need to be striving. Well, don't overbuy. We'll, we'll talk about that later. But um, you don't. You need to be striving to be a power couple. And I mean putting in the work, not buying all the stuff that they have. Putting in the work, making your relationship, making your uh, your your finances better. So anyway, that is not what we're here to talk about today. We also talked about narcissists can be codependent. So what does that mean? It means that the reason why they are so ugly to you is because they don't want you to leave. And and if they tear you down, you won't leave. Because you, if they tear you down and they break down your self-esteem, you're not going to leave. You're not going to leave. Because you feel like you have nowhere else to go. No one else will love you because that's what they told you. And somewhere deep down inside, someone else told you that, too. Again, parents or um, kids in the playground or even a teacher, an auntie, an uncle, whatever. Somewhere along the line, somebody told us we weren't enough and we believed it. 
And so when someone else comes along that we love, we're not, we're supposed to be safe with them. They tell us that we're not anything, and we believe it. Well, that's why they break us down to keep us there. And it makes no sense, but it's the truth. And because narcissists are so like, please don't leave, um, they sometimes go through what we call the rage um, shame cycle. And we'll talk a little bit more about that today, the rage shame cycle. So you will get to a point where they feel shamed and they're weepy and they're sad and they're all on your lap and they're crying because I, I, I don't know why I act this way. I'm so sorry. And I love you. I hope you never leave me. And they're telling the truth. And you feel like, oh, my God, I've gotten through to them. It's going to be better. Everything's of the shame because after that, guess what comes? Is the rage. And what? Somebody asked, what is the rage-shame cycle? Because I spit it out and I really did not um, explain it. So we're here to explain it today. So the narcissist, and actually most of us, I say narcissist, but all of us, have been made to feel shame somewhere in our lives, whether it be, again, from my parents or from our teachers or from, I mean, I remember a time, now mind you, I give you guys these stories. I better not ever hear them when I'm talking to you. But (laughs) I remember a time when I went trick-or-treating in one of my favorite ballet costumes, and I had to go pee, and I couldn't get to the bathroom quick enough, and I peed on myself, and then trying to get the outfit off, I busted it because it was too tight. There are things that happen to us as kids that cause us shame, and it dictates the way that we act now. So there's there's no way to get around. Everybody has some kind of shame in their life, okay? So here's the number one thing about it, the narcissist. They're plagued by the fear of being left by themselves or fear of being shown to be this ugly person that they are. Okay, so when they see when they feel that shame, they wanna go after the person that made them feel the shame. And most of the time it's it's probably you. Um, now do understand they get angry with the person that made them feel that way. They want revenge for feeling like they are wrong. Um, feeling the feelings come from shame. They're lashing out with rage. They're feeling shame for the behaviors and lashing out again with rage. It's this whole cycle. They feel shame, come back with rage. Feel the shame, they come back with rage. Okay. So covert not narcissists, it doesn't look like rage. Like they're not going off on covert narcissists. It looks more like passive aggressive behavior. They're giving you the silent treatment. Well, I'm not talking I'm not talking to you at all. So, and you, they feel bad, and then, you know, again, they're not talking to you. And you don't know why. Let's talk about surviving this rage-shame cycle, because that's what's important. Most of us, you know, because we're intellectuals, we want to do deductive reasoning. Is you know, well, we'll we won't trigger the shame. Okay, that's a good idea. It won't work. Um, because here's the problem. Some of the shame that everybody feels has nothing to do with anyone else, okay? You don't know the source of where their shame is coming from. Shame is, is pretty tricky because what if it has nothing to do with you? Um, their brother got a promotion or you went to the gym or someone cut them off in traffic or they got into an argument on a social media post. And you come home and all of a sudden it's all your fault. You are the target. It doesn't matter what happened. You're in a relationship with a narcissistic person and they're going through a shame, rage cycle. You are the target. 
and tell them to get out of that relationship. That's the truth. Now, what I have learned, because, of course, I've done, like, a lot of research on this at this point, um, is that you can get past this. I'm not ever saying that narcissists cannot change. I will say that um, definitely it would require, one, the narcissist to be very open and very receptive to therapy. And it has to be a good therapist. And uh, they have to be trusting enough to allow somebody in to see that shame cycle. And that's where the problem happens. Because once they feel shame, they either want to attack the person who made them feel shame or they're out of there. Okay. So it looks like I got a question. This is Jacqueline in New York says she feels like her husband is very controlling. Um, how does she tell him without him taking it the wrong way? Um, Jacqueline, I would say to ask the question, do you trust me? If you trust me, give me some space. Now, if he is a narcissistic person, this approach may not work. If he is just a controlling person, continue to, um, what is the word, Give him um, confidence that you're not going anywhere, that you love him, that um, everything that you do is for you and him. Um, continue to kind of support him and say, hey, you know, I know that you worry about these things, but um, I, I got this, babe, and I'm doing this for you. So definitely, um, if he's a narcissist, it's not going to work, I promise you. But if he's just controlling and maybe just a little um, self uh Lacking self-confidence in, in you guys' relationship, just kind of affirm him. We're good, babe. Um, you can trust me to do this. And take him with you. And then say, okay, you've seen this is what I do. And I'm, I wish I had a little bit more information as far as controlling how, like what it is that he controls. But um, definitely that is something that you can do. Now, most of us, a lot of people came to me because they're helpers. Like me, I'm a social worker. They are licensed professional counselors, and some of them have gotten into narcissistic relationships, and they they, they jump in my inbox and say, I cannot believe I felt that. Why are you upset with yourself? Because remember the love bombing phase of that? That is a killer. Anyone who has, like, abandonment issues, which most of us do, Anyone who has self-esteem issues, which a lot of us do, self-esteem is not a, a journey and a destination and you get there and all of a sudden you win. That's not it. Self-esteem is a journey. Every day you're on a different space on your self-esteem cycle. You may be ahead of the pack most of the time, but it will be that one day when you feel like cash doo-doo. Listen. And on those days you have to be more, more gracious with yourself. But that being said, Anyone who has ever had any type of trauma in their life or any type of negative feelings are susceptible to love bombing because they make you feel something that you like, that you love, that you crave. So when they pull it back, then all of a sudden you don't know what you what to do. So even the most talented um, uh, therapist can be love bombed and and unless they can see the red flags, be controlled by a narcissistic relationship. So one of the methods that I wanted to talk about during um, a rage cycle that might be helpful, but helpful to an extent, called gray rocky, okay? And I, I put that in the title because I wanted to make sure that you guys got this today. 
All right, gray rocking is just what it sounds like. What is a gray rock? It is boring. It's cold. It's easy to pass by. It's boring. Okay, so be that rock. And, okay, so here's the thing. Narcissists are not dumb. If you gray rock and um, you do it too fast, they'll know, and they'll try to get you out of that. They'll start poking and prodding, and all, all narcissists listen so much they know your butt. It's kind of like someone who wants to start a fight, your best friend wants to start a fight, so they know um, those buttons to push so that you're angry and that your fight is bad, okay? So you want to do this slowly, but you want to avoid the narcissist as possible if they're going through their rage-shame cycle, which is unfortunately you're not going to be able to do that. You want to keep your interactions with them brief, especially when they're raging, you want to give one word, short answers, yes, no, I don't know, shrug, nod, that's it. You do not want to give them extra information. You don't want to do anything at all, okay, other than yes, no, I don't know, and keep your answers short, very short. Communicate the facts. Do not put any emotion into these, into this interaction, no emotion, okay? And do not get drawn into the, the bickering and the fight. Do not allow it to become emotional. Yeah, they're going to talk about your dead mother. Yeah, they're going to talk about how you were so fat and you're, you're eating too much now and you're getting fat now. Well, yeah, they're going to talk about how your dad was a deadbeat and, um, you're, you know, you have daddy issues. They're going to push every button that they can to make you emotional. Do not feed into the drama. Do not feed into the drama, okay? Give no details. <sighs> no details, okay? Somebody cut them off in traffic, it's because you – you and this, you know, you, you got me in this ugly, this ugly car, and I, it's not fast enough, and I wanted to buy the other car, and you didn't let me buy the other car. See, this is all about you. You always want to control something. You're always in my face. You're always telling me what I need to do. Well, what do you need to do? That's how they come at you. Listen, that's triggering. So do not get drawn into that. Be a gray rock. Do not give, you give the factual information. You give yes, no answers, and you try to get out of there. Do not stop what you're doing. If you're in the middle of doing something, continue to do that. If they're in the middle of a race cycle, do not stop. Now, here's another one, another important piece. Don't tell them you're gray rocking. Don't tell them that you're gray rocking them. Don't. Because, again, they're smart. And they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. Let's move on. What if um, you're not, what if it's not a narcissistic relationship? What if it's just a toxic relationship? How do you figure out, how do you work with that? Uh, this is called shifting. So how should we move forward when someone disrupts that flow? We shift, okay? okay. We have a few minutes. We're going to talk about this. Um, shifting with such means as a behavior treatment for kids that are little, okay? Um and, and for the parents, shifting requires for you to pause, to stop, to sit still and allow the information to come back, okay? Um, so when you get into a problem, when you have a fight, when you have any type of disruption in your relationship, it is time to shift. Uh, what my daddy used to probably, and, and what's funny is some of the things that I've learned as a social worker and things that my father has told me, okay, so he said, Sit down, shut up, and listen. You sit down. You shut down the emotion. You hear or you focus on the solution. 
And I mean, if you, you don't have a solution, it's still like a problem. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Um, let's, let's finish this part out. So you hear and you want to focus on the solution. You want to give factual information. And then you want to keep your answers very short and leave the emotions out of it, okay? Um, again, when you're doing that, you want to present the boundary or the target. Okay, so for instance, um, story time. There was this guy, he uh, went to go pick up his kid. Um, the mother of the child um, said she didn't get the text message. And so when he arrived, she also arrived. But he has receipts. He has text messages where she said, yeah, okay, come pick him up. So he's like, but you, look, you showed, you told me that this was okay. And so she's going off and making a scene. People are starting to look. So he, I, he shifted. He stopped. He pushed back. He said, okay. The kids were already in his car. He said, guys, mom wants to take you home. And he allowed them to get out of his car and go into her car. And then later on, they were able to talk about it and figure out what exactly was going on. You have to stop. You have to listen to what is going on. Because if she is embarrassed, if she is in that middle of a, a, a shame cycle, like that's a shame cycle. Mm, I didn't listen. Or if something's going on that maybe you're not aware of, that can easily mess that up. Okay. So I do have, I guess Raquel is, I guess Raquel, is, Jacqueline is um, giving me some more information. So let's let that come in real quick. Yeah, ja uh, Jacqueline um, uh, Yanni was uh, saying she doesn't know if he's a narcissist or controlling, but she did say he controls everything from the finances to even their mm -hmm. family trips. So she wanted to know how does she know if he's a narcissist and, and controlling and also, you know, how to, how to deal with that. The number one answer is to how to find out if somebody is a narcissist is tell them no about something simple. If you tell them no about something simple and they have a whole fit about it, then that person is probably a narcissist. But here's the problem. They don't know that this is not normal. So that's going to be part of the problem. Um, I don't know how long they've been together. Can you ask that real quick? Uh, I'm looking at it now. Um and um, looking here, uh, she's texting back. Uh, twenty six years, she said, but not married. Twenty six, but twenty six years together. Okay, that's a so long time. That's a long time. <laughs> right. If he's been controlling everything for twenty six years, um, mm, that's that's a, that's that's a, that's the thing. That's rough. Um, listen. So with mm, with that being said. Uh, if he goes into a rage shame cycle, if anything, everything is her fault. If for whatever reason he controls why, where they go, if he does the smear campaign, if he isolates her. We talked about this before. The smear campaign is where he enlists other people to say, yeah, she's crazy. She can't handle the business. I have to handle the business. And so when she tries, he sets her up for failure, and then he says, see, look, she can't handle it. So that's part of the smear campaign, which is, yeah, that's, that's, that's a problem. So she's, um, saying it's not rough. she's saying it's not rough, but she says that he kind of been handling everything. Um, they've been married for 16, and she's known him for 26, but 
he's been handling everything. And she says it's not like, um, hold on, uh, not a, abusive, but he does not always see her for her needs is what she's saying. Mm-hmm. So. Obviously there is great love there for her because they're still together. Um, if she gains some happiness out of this relationship, um, then I would suggest that maybe she talk to him about giving her some of the control um, and let him know how she feels. And that's part of the next piece for shifting is that communication is golden. Um, if you shift, um, stick to what it is that you feel. Don't backtrack. If you're shifting, if you are expressing yourself, if you are communicating with someone, be honest and true to yourself and, and say what it is that you feel. I don't feel like you trust me. You don't give me any of the control of the house, and I, I feel like I'm capable of doing this, or you've been so controlling, I don't feel like I can breathe. I mean, those are honest things, but here is the kicker. In order for her to have this conversation, she is going to have to sit down and reflect and bring it up instant by instance on what it is that she's feeling, why it is that she's feeling that way, and then come back and tell him. Because if she just says, you always, you always is a trigger word. If she says, you never, you never is a trigger word because no one never or always does anything. And Sis, don't worry about being nervous. I I totally understand Um, these types of conversations are rough, and it's real because it happens to all of us. Listen, again, I was talking earlier about um, some of us who are helpers. Like, this is our job to help people who are narcissists, and some of us got tricked into narcissistic relationships. I got out of a marriage to a narcissist. I mean, it's, it's a real thing. So do understand that all of us are in this. There is no playbook. There is no instruction manual, especially when you're first getting into a relationship, okay? Um, Also, if you want to get in touch with me on Facebook, you're welcome to do so. My name is Yandi Knox, but you can also find me at the DJ Instagram. I'm also on Twitter. I'm also on YouTube, and I'm also on TikTok. So whichever form of social media she wants, she can get that. Or if she's not, pretty sketchy about that, you can always find me at www.thedjdimes.com. That is my that is my uh, uh, coaching website. So if she wants to get a hold of me there, you can do that. If any one of you needs some extra advice, hit me up there. I, I promise I won't buy it unless you ask me to. No, just kidding. All right. So <laughs> when you are sifting, keep it factual. If you sit down and you shut up and you reflect on what is going on and you say, okay, why am I so angry? I'm angry because this person didn't respond to me. Okay. Why does that make me so angry? Because I don't feel like they care about me. Okay. So what makes me feel like they don't care? Because a long time ago, I was left by myself a lot and I don't feel like my parents care. That's a real one. Say that when you don't communicate with me. I feel like you don't care when you don't allow me to control myself, my daily habits. I feel like you don't trust me. You have to sit and you have to get still with yourself and you have to reflect so that you can come up with the right way to say what it is that you're feeling. And to my new people that are getting into new relationships, allow me to say up front, what you accept 
is what you can expect being in your business. If you accept them yelling at you occasionally, if you accept them crying over everything, if you accept them um, being a bully, guess what you can expect later? Even if they're not doing it to you, if you accept that, guess what's going to happen later? It's going to happen to you. Okay, so lovelies, that is my time. I do want to probably, I'll probably go back into shifting next week because I want to make sure that you guys get that. That is not just for narcissists. That is for everyday life. Shifting is a way when you are in it with your kids to stop, focus, and have real conversations. So we want to get that done. Thank you guys for listening. Um, It's my time. So I'm going to leave you with this. Um, Everything that is going on is going on for my best interest. Again, everything that I do, interest. Be well. Wish you love. Tune in next week on the Bachelors Radio Network. Sometimes we fall in love. Love, love. Love. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.